Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmond, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. Now, this podcast is for people who care about their brain. You've heard a lot about leaky gut syndrome. That's attracted lots and lots of attention in recent years among all medical professionals, not just integrative doctors or functional medicine doctors, but everybody's sort of talking about it. But now the term leaky gut, leaky brain is popping up in the literature, and it's very much tied to the gut-brain axis, which you've probably also heard about. So what does this mean for your vitality? How does it impact your energy? Vitality can boil down to just three areas, and that's those are memory, mobility, and mood. And it feels so good to feel good. So this is information you're going to want. It goes without saying that the gut and the brain are intimately interwoven, are we're Our bodies are much more connected than we like to admit. We like to silo different areas and separate them, but it's all one body. It's been lots of fun researching this podcast because it sort of brings a whole new dimension to think about leaky brain. It's a whole new rationale for gut health that I think can help a whole lot of people uh, find their why for keeping their gut healthier. You know, we tend to t- take things more seriously when we know how they're going to directly impact our lives and impact our brains. The fact is that what happens in your gut does impact your brain both good and bad. It it impacts not just physical health, but also emotional health, mental health. And as I said earlier, the three M's of vitality are memory, mobility, and mood. You know, two, those are all related to the brain, uh, two very specifically with memory and mood, but you got to have your uh, spinal system to be able to move. Now, our internal organs are, you know, comfortably protected in on the inside of our bodies, but the gastrointestinal tract, or more precisely, uh, the inside of the gastrointestinal tract is basically one long hollow tube that starts at the mouth and ends at the anus. Now, along the walls of this long tube are cells that determine, you know, if we absorb something or if we eliminate something as waste. And these cells that line the inside of our gut, uh, our lower gut, are connected by tight junctions. And that, and this is a protective barrier. So it's, it's essential that that barrier stay well intact because you want to be able to absorb good things like nutrients, fats, proteins, um, and you want to get rid of toxins. So in leaky gut, instead of the cells being tightly bound together, they become loose and they allow toxins to recirculate back into the bloodstream. And this this leakiness also inhibits the absorption of nutrients and all the good things. So it's really a double whammy because you aren't absorbing essential vitamins and nutrients into the bloodstream and harmful substances 
are likely passing through that are increasing chronic inflammation and even potentially disrupting hormones and hurting uh, your immune system. So so this leakiness increases uh, the risk of all kinds of chronic inflammatory ailments. I mean, things we talk about a lot. If you listen to many health podcasts, chronic inflammation is is a very common topic. I mean, it impacts uh, and causes heart disease, type 2 diabetes, uh, Alzheimer's disease, which you're going to be hearing termed type 3 diabetes. And it also, of course, um, is fuel to the fire of autoimmunity. So, so when this lining is compromised, uh, lots, lots of bad things happen. Even if you're taking a lot of supplements, they might not be doing you uh, very much good because they have to be properly absorbed into the bloodstream. We just don't know about a lot of this stuff, but it makes a lot of sense if nutrients aren't absorbing and then also, you know, vitamins aren't absorbing. This leaking of toxins from the inside of the gut into the bloodstream can cause infections and it can cause widespread chronic inflammation. Now, I talked specifically about leaky gut more in depth uh, last week in episode 44. So be sure to listen to that podcast. Because today I want to talk about another barrier. It's the barrier around your brain that is designed to protect your brain. I know you've heard of it. It's called the blood-brain barrier. And we used to think that this blood-brain barrier was basically impermeable uh, and we didn't realize that it was so easily damaged. We know now that this barrier can get compromised and that all kinds of things can get into the brain that shouldn't be there. I mean, this includes toxins, pathogens, infections, medication, uh, you know, and we're learning that when a person has leaky gut, they're more at risk for developing a leaky brain. They're more at risk for that blood-brain barrier to become compromised. Now, the toxins that leak out of the gut wall recirculate, and this can cause a breakdown of the blood-brain barrier. You may have uh, seen the neurological or the neurophysiological results of leaky gut, termed leaky brain, in all kinds of things that you've read lately. I mean, things that can result are like brain fog, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, migraine headaches, uh, autism, uh, autoimmunity, anxiety, depression, Alzheimer's disease. These are all examples of a probable compromised blood-brain barrier. And at the base of this leakiness, uh, whether we're talking about the gut or the brain, is chronic inflammation. That's all very intertwined. And of course, that doesn't surprise us. Uh, As I said, we used to think the blood-brain barrier could not be compromised, but now we're learning otherwise. So we want to learn to do everything possible to maintain this essential uh, blood-brain barrier integrity. There have been a lot of uh, post-mortem studies that have looked at the blood-brain barrier in people who were deceased uh, and who were suffering from neurological problems. And that's where they observe the difference in how this barrier looks in people sick versus people who died without those neurological problems. So in making any positive change, uh, 
I know that the the first thing is awareness. When you hear new information or information that happens to feel new at that point, uh, you decide whether to ignore it or to nurture it and to let it settle in and to change what you're doing. Now, when you when you nurture that information, then you want to find strategies to improve the situation. The fact that you're even listening to this podcast uh, is is evidence that you probably care about your brain. I mean, leaky gut, leaky brain. So we want to find ways to heal these barriers and to prevent further damage. Our bodies are designed to heal. And when we give them the right ingredients to help bring them back into balance, uh, they can heal and we can learn to keep them healthy. We want to maintain memory. We want to maintain mobility and we want to be in a good mood because we want to have good relationships. These bodies are merely our relationship vehicles. They're not going to last forever, no matter what any anti-aging a person says, including me, um, they're simply our relationship vehicles and they're what we have on earth to love God, love people. So we want to do our best to decrease and work toward eliminating chronic inflammation. Chronic inflammation is the enemy of vitality. Interestingly, according to Harvard, chronic inflammation is uh, is the unifying theory of disease. I thought that was really fascinating, and I want to explore that more. It's it's so good to think about a unifying theory of disease, So because that means if we can attack chronic inflammation, we can get rid of a lot of potential things. And you never know, you know, what disease doesn't hit you. You never know what good habits can help you avoid. But unfortunately, in our world, we are surrounded by lots of factors that contribute to chronic inflammation. And in my experience, and um, my 63 years, I've learned that it's always best to start with the simple areas, with the areas that are very easily overlooked. You know, it's often the very basic things in life that have the most profound impact on vitality. So one of the best ways to reduce chronic inflammation is to stay fully hydrated. Yeah, here I am talking about water again. Yeah, we all know that water is essential for life. Duh. But it's so easy not to drink it. Now, water makes up 75% of the body weight of an infant, but it drops to 55% in an elderly person. Now, some of that is natural, but a lot of that, uh, I mean, the elderly need more water and everybody in between needs more water. But there's there's just there's so many other options uh, for liquids to drink that it's easy to forget it. So but one of the best ways to keep your gut happy to help maintain uh, that gut barrier lining is to drink plenty of water. So be sure and work your way up and aim for one half of your body weight in ounces. Staying hydrated is key. Another simple way to decrease chronic inflammation and to keep your gut lining healthier is to keep moving. Find something you like. That's the key. I mean, make sure that your movement brings you joy. If if it's if it's you're dreading it, don't do it. Find something else. I mean, research has shown that movement uh, decreases chronic pain. Movement helps your mood. It's going to decrease chronic inflammation. It's going to just make you feel better in 
every way. We really don't need research to know this. I mean, our, our bodies are designed to move. That's why we have legs. That's why we have arms. We have this awesome spinal system and we have abs. I mean, um, it all works together. And that's how we have a lot of fun with our bodies moving. So get your blood pumping. That's going to reduce chronic inflammation. Now, another simple and profound way to decrease chronic inflammation and to make your gut lining healthier uh, is to keep your mouth healthy. This is so easily overlooked. It's overlooked everywhere. Oh my gosh, if I could get on a mountain and have the whole world listen to me, I would talk about this. So when you get your teeth cleaned, ask your dentist or your dental hygienist if you have any areas of bleeding at all. That really matters. There are specific bacteria that live and breed under your gums that impact your gut directly, not not only just increasing chronic inflammation, but they actually can be found in the gut and they contribute to all kinds of problems there, including uh, colorectal cancer. You'll see lots, you'll see other podcasts on this, but it really does matter. Um, it, it can impact your teeth, but early bleeding doesn't impact your teeth as much as it impacts your body's inflammatory load in even a bigger way. Uh, be sure and check out my TED Talk on this topic. It's called The Forgotten Orifice. Uh, just you know, go to YouTube and go to TED Talks. Uh, also, I have a, a short video that's free on my website that just shows you some easy ways to really take charge of your mouth. And and, and it's not a, just about flossing. You'll be really surprised when you uh, watch it. It's only seven minutes and nine 19 seconds long, and it's going to give you lots of easy ways to decrease that inflammation in your mouth. DrDebbieOsment.com, that is D-R-D-E-B-B-I-E, O-Z-M-E-N-T.com, and go to the free resource tab. It's called uh, Oral Hygiene Made Simple. It'll save you a ton of money at your dentist because if you start keeping your mouth healthier, you're going to have a lot fewer hours in the dental chair, and that's a good thing. Remember, health starts in the gut, and the gut starts in the mouth. So I'm going to mention just one more simple way to decrease inflammation, and that is to eat more delicious whole food fiber. If you're not pooping every single day, then you are at an increased risk of leaky gut. If you're constipated, you probably have leaky gut. I mean, it's just the way it is. And if your gut is leaky, those tight junctions have bigger gaps than they should, and then you are at risk for a leaky brain. So you want to just find ways to add more whole food uh, fiber to your day. Find foods you like. Also on drdebbieosmond.com, there's a free fiber sheet and it's got all kinds of things on it. You don't have to eat things that don't tickle your taste buds. You can you can start with things you like and the more whole foods you eat, the more things you're going to like. But go to free resources, get that um, fiber sheet. It's going to show you grams of fiber in different foods and just kind of start low, go slow. Don't suddenly start eating a bunch of fiber if you haven't been, but you know, find things you like, colorful fruits and vegetables. They're high in antioxidants, you know, green leafy vegetables, uh, cruciferous foods like broccoli and cauliflower. Those are detoxifiers. Explore all kinds of different foods. Find what you enjoy because these really do affect the three M's of vitality, your memory, your mobility, and mood. They will 
help your um, gut be healthier, help heal that gut lining. You'll have easier bowel movements. You're going to feel a heck of a lot better. So there's also those are you know those are some main areas: uh, water, movement, uh, healthy gums, and in food. You know there's other areas too. You know gluten can be a factor. Sugar, dairy, processed foods. Uh, there's environmental factors that affect your gut, mold, alcohol, you know, chronic stress. Those are all uh, things that probably need their own episode. But my goal today is number one, to help you know that if your gut is leaky, your brain is being impacted. And number two, to start with simple things, because it's so normal to want this magic pill that allows us to, you know, do whatever we want and suddenly just be well, Uh, you know, but even though that's normal, we don't want to settle for normal because if we settle for normal, we're going to lack vitality. Normal is simply the usual and the regular pattern in our world, in our society. It's what is typical. It's what's familiar and it's usually not good. Consider what normal is in our world. It's dehydrated, irritated, constipated. Oh, key on constipated right there with this podcast. Uh, it's frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. We want to resist normal. We want to have a better brain. And we want to start getting a better brain by having a healthier gut. So start with the basics, water, movement, healthy gums, and whole food. These are easy to overlook, but they may be all you need to boost your vitality and avoid chronic illness. For a stronger brain, take care of your gut. And your gut starts with your mouth. It just feels so good to feel good. And I want all of you to experience it and feel better and better every single day. So thank you for joining me for episode 45 of Vitality Made Simple. Together, we're taking the stress out of being healthy. So we're now in 422 cities, thanks to you, and 44 countries. We picked up two countries this week. That's because you're sharing and subscribing, and I really appreciate that you're taking time to listen Blessings until next time.